0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast. Your home for bold, insightful,
0: and honest conversations around Auburn athletics.
1: For you go! Where do you go?
2: Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into this week's edition of the Auburn Live recruiting show. Today is... September the 9th, Friday. Friday, September Yay. the 9th. <laughs> I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. And If you're not a member of that site, you're absolutely missing out, and this is a great time to no longer miss out. We've got a free week. Get signed up. If you don't like us after a week, you can cancel at no charge. But I promise you, you won't. I promise. You. If you like recruiting content, if you like football recruiting content, if you like basketball recruiting content, if you like football team coverage, content. You will not regret it. Hey, so we got a great show for you today. A lot going on. Two guys here to talk to me, talk with me about it. Mr. J-Head and Mr. Cole Pinkston. Mr. J-Head, how about
1: you? How about you, brother? I'm excited to sit here and talk recruiting. We got one game underneath our belt. We're about to get another one. Had some really great visitors last week. Got some more this week. Excited to talk to you guys. Excited to see what you think.
2: We are going to get to it because Cole is going to be on assignment today, man. He's going uh, west,
0: northwest, yeah. to check in on some guys. So, Cole, how are you doing this morning? I am good, man. I am, uh, you know, just trying to find where I can hit a good lunch spot today. Oh, yeah. some barbecue up that way. Yeah. I, like that. I think there's going to be a few places like that, a few holes in the wall. Mm-hmm. I'm all into that. I, I got to have something like that.
1: Oh, so
0: <laughs> i got to have some
1: barbecue. Got some listeners in Oxford, Mississippi. Tweet mm-hmm. Cole. Let him oh, know. Okay?
2: No, no, let me know. Going to know. Oxford, Mississippi. Just remember, Cole, you're married. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we get going, we want to uh, remind everybody, if you're looking for a house in Auburn, Opelika, in Lee County, if you're looking for a residential house, investment property, call Jessica Andrus with ESP, EXP Realty. Three three four seven zero four 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 two. 704 4442 She is, without a doubt, a five-star agent. Jessica Andrews. EXP Realty, Three three four seven zero four 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 two. 704 4442 Give her a call. Selling a house, wanting to buy a house. She can help you out. And tell her we sent you. Please. It might be, it'll help me out. There you go. So, fellas. Last week, Auburn opened the season with Mercer at home. Not a big game. Kind of a cupcake Open season opening opponent. Didn't expect much. I actually told Cole I'm expecting a, a, a mild day recruiting-wise. And that was about Thursday or Friday. And then Saturday we started to hear some buzz. hmm And sure enough, by the time kickoff happened, you had four-star defensive lineman who was committed to LSU, D- Darren Reed. Yep. I always want to say Daron Payne. Ooh.
1: (laughs) But don't go that route. I think Rodney's still hurting Mm. on that.
2: Darren Reed shows up five hours before kickoff and stays until the game. He's coming back for Penn State. And then shortly thereafter, uh, after kickoff, you've got two five-star guys walking in the door, James Smith, the defensive lineman, and Quay Roussau, the edge from Carver and Montgomery. And all of a sudden – a mild day turns into a scorching hot recruiting day. You got two five stars walking in for the Mercer game and Darren Reed. And I'm trying to, and, and there were some 2024 studs there too. Jeremiah Beeman um, had a lot, a lot. DeQuevia Sori showed up. JC Hart was there. A lot of the commitments were there. Jaden Osbury. Jaden Osbury showed up. I forgot about him.
0: Yeah. He was, well, he's kind of quiet, right?
2: Right. Yeah. Real well, cool so- though.
1: By design. By
0: design.
2: I really, I, for those listening, if you're unfamiliar, Jaden Osbury, the younger brother of Austin Osbury, he's committed to Notre Dame as a four-star linebacker from Baton Rouge. Didn't want to do the. He wanted to be there to support his brother. He wanted to be there with his family. He didn't come on a recruiting visit. He tailgated with his family. Watched Tiger Walk with his family. He sat with his family in the stands and just as a normal visit is what he wanted. And and Auburn respected that and they should. Appreciated it. He did talk to Christian Robinson uh, before between Tiger Walk and kickoff. They're very close. Auburn continues to push for him. He'll be back for the Penn State game on an unofficial visit, so on on a recruiting visit. So uh, four guys there: the two five stars, the two four stars, all in the stands for Auburn's victory over Mercer. And then you know you've got San Jose State coming to town Saturday, and again. Not a damn bad weekend because we'll get to the the unofficial visitors later this afternoon, but the two uh, official visitors are absolutely guys on commit and watch: in four-star wide receiver Adam Hopkins from South Georgia mm-hmm. and three-star the defensive Jamari. lineman yeah. Jamarian and Harkless from Louisville. Uh, nope, from Lexington,
1: yeah.
2: Kentucky. Both of those guys coming in for official visits. So, what you thinking right now?
1: Well, I really like the direction. So, let's, let's talk a little bit about last week. You had four probably of your top ten prospects on the overall board, period, on your campus for a game the likes of Mercer. Yeah. For guys that don't really understand – guys or gals that don't truly understand recruiting – I can't tell you how big a deal that is to get a kid to sacrifice his Saturday when he could go anywhere else, anywhere else in the southeast and watch a game. And they show them they they choose to come to Auburn to watch us play Mercer because they want to develop and cultivate relationships. And in Osbury's case, it was a situation where he got a chance to be with his family to watch his brother. And don't think that's not important because those those ties run deep. Okay, and the more times he's on campus, the more times he becomes familiar. And the more times he sees his brother have success on the field, it's going to get a little bit harder to go to Notre Dame each and every time. I'm not saying we're going to flip him, but that's, that's important. But let's talk about Adam Hopkins and Jamarion Harkless. Harkless is a prototype nose tackle that we need in this class. That is a linchpin to make this defense successful. It's what allows – you need a guy that can two-gap, that can let your linebackers roam and play downhill. He can do that in spades, okay, I think he's underrated. I think he's got really good quickness off the ball. I don't believe he might could play three tech for you in a pinch, but he's a true nose um, that's a powerful, powerful big man. And then Adam, Adam Hopkins is that smooth receiver. I've heard mm. comparison to Ike Hilliard. I think mm. that definitely holds water. Um, and what have we seen in the past where we had guys that couldn't create separation? Adam Hopkins can create separation. He can get in and out of his breaks, very fast in the slot, could probably also play the Z on the outside. And this is turning into, should I get a commitment from Adam Hopkins? And I'm not saying it's going to happen. I would say that we we all project that to happen as of right now, but we all know that recruiting things can change like that. But three consensus four stars in this class for a guy that's in his first year of recruiting, that's, mm. uh, that's pretty damn good, fellas.
0: Yeah, that's huge. I'm with you uh, on Harkless, J-Head, because right now the ideal scenario for their defense, of course you've got two great edges in Echo Leota and Derek Hall, is to keep them both on the field at the same time. In that case, you usually have a nose. And yes. that's where Jamarion Harkless fits in. He's like Jason Jones, but maybe you know, more natural leverage for him because he's a little bit shorter. And, you know, he's just got great lower body strength. So, that that kind of guy, I think that's why he's moving up on the board here lately because of that and where he fits. And he fits in the defense maybe better than other guys. And he's big and he moves well. So, big official visitor there. And then Adam Hopkins, I'm with you. And, you know, he's a smaller guy. Carmelo English is a smaller guy, but they're not small. We say they're smaller, but they're not small. They're not Tavares Johnson weighing 60. Okay. No, and they're bigger than that. Both of them. Both play. Um, I, I think Adam Hopkins is a great complement to DeQuevious Sori, uh, similar to Carmelo English, but maybe a little bit quicker. So mm. it gives you another, you know, I always say, another element. It gives you another element.
1: Well, and I, I agree with you, Colin. I think they complement it, whereas I think that Hopkins is more of that slot that's a more polished route runner. Yeah. I think Carmelo is a little twitchier on the outside and has that vertical to be able to go out – and I mean, to be able to play on the outside and mitigate some of the length slash, you know, height differential from playing like a bigger corner. You know, I, I really am impressed with what that kid is being able to do, you know, at 5'11". I mean, he plays like he's 6'2". So having those two guys on the other side of Sori, it's a really well put together class from a wide receiver standpoint in that you have guys with diverse skill sets.
0: And I don't know what it is. But it seems like there's always like one or two guys that sort of slip through with some of these top schools that have them early, like Texas A&M. I mean, he was a lock to Texas A&M, right? Presumably. And, uh, at
1: one point, yeah. It kind
0: of reminds me of Seth Williams and how he was big with a lot of schools and then Okay, it's just Auburn. Everybody was like, "Eh, okay, we'll take, you know, it's Auburn, nobody else. But it ends up being awesome, right? (laughs) I mean, it just happens that way sometimes. It's hard to explain, but that's kind of how it it feels a little bit with Adam Hopkins
1: too.
2: Okay, let me give you some more. I'm a big fan of Harkless, and and just because of some uh, immeasurables,
1: yeah.
2: And here's why. He's 6'4". No, he's probably 6'3", from what I've been told. He's closer to 6'3", than he is. But 6'3", 3'15". He ran a 4.8 40-yard Ooh. dash. That'll work. <laughs> he ran a 4.8 40-yard dash. Here's some more reasons why I think he would be a huge get for Auburn. His coach at Frederick Douglass in Lexington is Jeffrey Poe. Jeffrey Poe was Jimmy Brumbaugh's Graduate assistant at at Kentucky, I believe. Mm-hmm. They run the same drills, the same terminology. He is he, he's Brumbaugh is Poe's mentor, so a lot of the same things Brumbaugh teaches Poe has learned from Brumbaugh and Brumbaugh and teaches his defensive lineman. So Harkness is going to come in with the terminology, with the, knowing the drills, most of the drills that these guys run, and he's going to be. So it's going to come easy. The transition is going to be easier for him. Also, he's trying to be a mid-year guy. So you're talking about Harkless enrolling in January and going through spring. And Auburn needs guys on the defensive front, we know this, that can contribute immediately. This dude has the physical traits to be able to do that. He's got the mental traits if he's got, uh, you know, Rumbaugh's GA coaching him. And let's see, start. And and I really think he wants to be at Auburn. You know, he's talked about how he grew up at Auburn an Auburn fan Mm -hmm. watching Cam Newton and those guys. It's a big deal to him and his father that Auburn's even recruiting him. So this is a big visit. He's coming with his mom, his dad, his brother, and his cousin. And they're going to come in. And he said, you know, I don't have a timeline for commitment, but if I find the right place, I'm going to go ahead and and make a decision. So I think he is certainly someone to keep an eye on. We think Adam Hopkins, I, I feel like one of those two guys, if not both, we'll be talking about their commitments next week on, on next week's show.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: I like the way you think.
2: Uh, so uh, a lot going on there, a lot going on this weekend, more so with the official visitors and the unofficial visitors. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, next week in the Penn State game is going to be huge with yeah. recruits. There's yeah. going to be a handful of official visitors. There's going to be, uh, uh, probably triple digit unofficial visitors. There's going to be a lot. Jayhead, you want to chime in here? Just. I didn't know if you had your hand raised or something.
1: No, I don't have okay. my hand raised, but I'm with you. And it's been nice to kind of see this slow build. Now, obviously, I don't think anybody expected the turnout for the Mercer game that we got from a right. food standpoint. But now you get two other very quality prospects on official visits. Like you said, you'll have your unofficial visitors up, and we don't want to tip our hand as to who's going to be here on campus too quickly until that's confirmed. But you're getting solid guys that we want in this class, on campus, multiple times. This is for a, for a, a recruiting staff that's slowly putting the pieces together. And the whole point of this is, is to get to around 14 or 15 commitments before you get into that last wave of November slash December, and you can make that close. Because the plan as of right now is try to get somewhere between 18 to 22 commitments in this class of high school and JUCO guys, and then knock it out of the park in the transfer portal with immediate impact players that you can get, okay? Right now you're at eight. If You get these two, now you're at 10. And you're halfway home to that goal of potentially 20 prospects in the class. So, really like the work the staff's putting in. I'm gonna be extremely interested to see what that guest list looks like for Penn State. We all know it's gonna be star studded, but I'm waiting for the confirmation of names. Yes. Who it's gonna be.
2: Speaking of putting in, putting in work, the coaches will be back on the road this weekend uh, evaluating high school talent. We know Ike Hillier is gonna go see DeCuevia Sori. Down in Chipley, Florida, we know Brumbaugh is going to go take a look at Caden McDonald, the four-star defensive tackle from Georgia. Yes. And then Christian Robinson is going to go check out two linebackers, C.J. Allen, who's committed to Georgia, and Marcellius Pulliam, who will be in Auburn for the Missouri game. Uh, those, all those guys, we know Auburn's recruiting probably have a better shot with Pulliam, and then C.J. No, Flipping. Yeah. And then Tyler Scott, now, yeah, he's my next guy because he's coming in for an unofficial visit next week for the Penn State game. Zach Etheridge is going to see him tonight. As far as I'm concerned, he's a huge uh, – Cole,
0: you love Tyler Scott. I do, He's from Pebble,
2: Pebble Brook I, in Mableton, Georgia.
0: Pebble Brook, man, I had a great experience over there with, with him and his head coach, Leroy Hood. Um, got to know them really well. Tyler's a great kid, man. He, he He's uh, – He's got one of the best corner frames I've seen in person on a lot of these kids right now he's he's close to six two I think he's six one or right at six six foot six one something like that he's getting up there in the one nineties one eighty five one nineties I think with you know the frame to add more and he can play I love his physicality to me that I'm just I'm just, you know, a sucker for that. I love physicality and defensive players. I don't care what position you play. I have a problem with guys that aren't physical, especially if you play linebacker. And I've watched that a few times.
1: <laughs> but uh,
0: you know, the the game trends more towards guys being not physical and more fast these days, but you gotta have both. I mean the best defenses still have both. Okay.
1: Tyler Scott's
0: got both and there's is no um, you know, mystery in my mind why he's rising up the board for Auburn.
1: Well, and you said something really important there, Cole. I mean, it, it is a space game today, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it is a space game where you have to have speed. But the yeah. best teams, and you see this with Georgia, Alabama, when Auburn's defenses have been, there's that edge to them. Regardless of where the tackle's made, that physicality of each and every play of thudding up and everything else that goes into it, um, it's, it's vital to a really good defense. And you're right. I've been impressed with what I've seen on Tyler Scott's tape. I've been impressed to this point with what I've seen from Moselius Puyam. And this, yep. is, this is a big night for both those kids because you're getting your lead recruiter coming to see you. And how you play tonight could be the determination of how hard we press for this player moving forward in the future. So big night for these guys, big evaluations for this coaching staff. I think these kids are going to impress, but I'm interested to see what what the shakeout is when it's all said and done.
2: Going to be good to to track, especially at linebacker, where Christian Robinson last week went to see Grayson Pup Howard, Jacksonville, Florida, Andrew Jackson, I believe. Yes. Is that right? Yes. From Jacksonville, Florida. He's committed to South Carolina, but uh, wrote yesterday how close Christian Robinson and he are. So, uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. I would not be surprised to see him take a visit to Auburn at some point. Two other coaches going out on the road tonight, Carnell Williams, Zach Etheridge, going to see uh, Pebble Brook versus Rome. And it's not just Tyler Scott, man. That, th- those two teams are loaded. Uh, yes. You've got Tyler Scott. You've got another DB in Martell Height. And then four 2024s, Martavius Collins, the tight end, the green, the defensive lineman, Alto Moore, linebacker. And Cole, one of your favorites, 2024 running back Dwight, Phillips you like him
0: he's legit and I think Cadillac Williams really likes him and I haven't talked to him yet I didn't get to catch him that day that I was at Pebble Brook but talking to his coach and other guys is like they they're high on him and they think he's high on Auburn so early on they think he's pretty high on Auburn and he's going to have just about any choice he wants when he gets going but you know Auburn's in the picture so Good good job by them going to see him because I, I think he really does respond to that. I think he likes Auburn. So, expect to see him at a game soon, too, I think.
2: I, I was going to say, I think a lot of these early evaluation visits are to um, almost get these kids on campus next weekend for the Penn State game. You get those one, two, three, four, five, six kids tonight at one game with Cadillac and Zach both on the sidelines. You get those six kids to a game, which uh, I expect – Most of them, if not all, will be at the the Penn State game. Mm -hmm. That's that's a huge step in the right direction with that group of 2024s. You're getting Tyler Scott on campus for an unofficial visit, which means he can come back later for an official visit. I feel like him, Harkless, and um, Adam Hopkins are are three guys I would have on my uh, commit watch over the next two to three weeks. And, and then getting Caden McDonald on campus, I think that's probably what Brumbaugh's doing, going to evaluate him, getting some face time with him and trying to get him on campus next weekend.
0: Let me, let me add, Jeffrey, about Tyler Scott, too. We talk a lot about guys not pulling the trigger on visits and things anymore. You know, they go back and get an edit made and all that kind of stuff. Well, keep in mind, Tyler Scott has never been to a big game like this, is what he told me. And uh, he's very excited about this atmosphere, and it's the big one, Penn State game. It's going to be a big atmosphere. So, if there was a guy that would do that, based on how you know the reaction to the crowd and the atmosphere, maybe he's the guy. I'm not saying he is, but something to watch for sure. And he's he's going to be, I think he's going to be blown away by that atmosphere. First time seeing something like that. Go ahead, Jay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for anybody that's got any hesitation about Tyler Scott being a commitment to Arkansas State, I'd say the last Sunbelt cornerback that we had, you know what I mean, that we flipped in Roger McCreary, it turned out to be a pretty good one guy. So sometimes trust the evaluation here, realize that kids at this stage are not a finished product. Not every kid camps and gets in front of Mm -hmm. 8,000 scouts. Some kids, you know what I mean, it just is what it is, and they develop late or they bloom late or they just get seen late. So I think that's the case with Tyler Scott. And you can see with the number of power five offers he's gotten recently and the interest that he's got in teams from like Florida, Tennessee, teams that are hot as a firecracker that are recruiting right now, and they're pouring interest into this kid. All right, you you got something here.
2: And and I think he's one of those guys who who wants to be at Auburn Mm
1: -hmm. and he
2: comes to that Penn State game, potentially gets blown away presumably gets blown away by the atmosphere and wants to go, I want a spot in this class.
0: Yep. possible. Yeah. He he he's the
2: kind of guy that I would expect a commitment to come on out um earlier sooner than later. So I I think him next weekend, we'll see who else comes in. I think right now Kai Pren is scheduled to come in. Janoris Wilson. Janoris Wilson.
1: That's a big one.
2: That's another guy. I think Keith's got him on the who could be next to commit. Janoris Wilson.
1: Yep. Gosh, I
2: almost.
0: That's the thing right now, guys. You, there's not a just a huge amount of prospects for this 2023 class that seem to be that Auburn seems to be honing in on. Mm-hmm. To be a good, strong handful, and they have a chance with all of them. Janoris Wilson, Tyler Scott, Adam Hopkins, all the guys we're naming here. And even when I'm looking, like, who am I going to go visit this week? It's like eh, it's not a big pool, but they do have
1: a shot with all these guys. So. Yeah. They do. And if I were predict if I were predicting the next five commitments, I would go Adam Hopkins, I would go Jamarian Harkless, I would go Janoris Wilson, I would go Tyler Scott, and I would go one of Marcellius Poyum and I would go one or Cole's special assignment today. Yeah. Out of Sanford. Out
0: of Sanford, yeah.
1: So So you go from eight to 13. And like I said, now you're in ballpark for that big close to get somewhere between, you know, 18 to 22 kids in this class, which is where we want to be.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who there was a, Oh, uh, I, I tell you what, another guy to keep an eye on in in Jaffard.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah?
2: Our, Arkansas commitment could be on campus next weekend. Dj Chester, I notice is going to LSU this weekend. He's going yes. to LSU this weekend. I expect him to be be back be at Auburn for the Penn State game. Yeah. Two big weekends for him. We feel like LSU and Auburn are two of the main schools, if not the two main schools for DJ Chester.
1: Well, and he just set his other official visits as well. So he's also going to ov to Ole Miss, Michigan, and Florida State. Yeah. So, so he's-
0: Florida State. Okay, that's right. He already oved it, to Auburn
1: and LSU. Right. In the summer, too. So. But the, the great thing is he's going to come back and unofficially visit us, and what you hope is that you impress him enough that you're going to get him back on campus multiple times. I mean, he's right down the road at Eagles Landing Christian. You can get him on campus for a game. on. You know what I mean? If you've got a good home game, you can get him there.
0: And I would expect his teammate, Colton Hood, to be uh, with him if he comes to Penn State, too.
2: Colton Hood, yes.
0: With committed to Michigan State, but I, I wouldn't count him out for Penn State. They're they're pretty close. Their teammates probably would travel together uh, with the coach, Tanner Rogers, over there. So, yeah, I, I think they would um, – he would probably be there too, which is something interesting to watch.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and Colton surprisingly committed to Michigan State earlier this week. I had him at 60% on the hot board, and I didn't drop him very far after he committed to Michigan State. Auburn hasn't made a huge push for him yet. I think they're waiting to see what. Uh, I mean, they're 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 pushing for him, just not huge. You know, they're not pushing for a commitment. He wanted to get in the class. I don't think that recruitment's over. Should Auburn decide it wants him in the class, I feel like mm-hmm.
0: that
2: Auburn would. If I were Michigan State, I would hope Auburn kept you know left left him alone because that they would definitely um, scare me as far as flipping the guy. That would. I, I feel like Auburn could flip Colton Hood if they wanted to. Let's put it that way.
1: Yep. I heard I that
0: way as well, especially but, yeah. after talking. He likes Auburn. His dad is the offensive coordinator at Eagles Landing. Roderick. I mean, not his dad, his uncle, Roderick Hood. Uh, oh, is he really, really? He's the offensive coordinator at Eagles Landing. Yeah. So.
1: How about that? The,
0: not only did he play for Auburn, his uncle, his dad played for Auburn, and he had two cousins that played for Auburn. One played with Zach Etheridge, DeAntoine Hood, and they were. Together at Auburn. So all all kinds of you know ties. I remember D'Angelo. On. Yeah, I think he was was he a walk on, I think. A walk on D B maybe.
1: You know, I honestly don't know.
0: Roger was a badass.
1: Yeah, he was. And he remember, have... he was a walk on turn scholarship player. Were they from Columbus? Yes. Well yeah. Roderick was.
2: Yeah, Roger was. And he if I'm not mistaken, he played for a while with the Eagles. Yeah he, was,
0: yeah, he was on a few NFL teams. I think he was on four different ones, Titans, Eagles. Can't remember them all. Was he yeah. with the Cardinals for a minute as well? I believe mm-hmm.
2: you are right. Yep. Sure was. Hey, and uh, speaking
1: of Roger McCreary earlier, dude was just named the starter. For the Tennessee Titans. How about that? No name, two-star, to starter for the – starter for the Tennessee Titans.
2: And so have big big how them about them. you of the week to uh, Antonio Coleman. Who brought little, little Roger McCreary? Antonio was the defensive coordinator back in the day.
0: Brought, now he's the head coach.
2: Now he's the head coach. Antonio brought Roger McCreary to the Auburn, Georgia game. I I've told the story before. And he was a two star committed to South Alabama. And Antonio just sat there. I talked to Antonio before the game. And he was telling me about this kid and how good he was. And I was, uh, of course, all coaches are going to tell you how good their kids are, right? No right? Yeah. But I, I'll never forget. <laughs> Because of AC. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of Roger. I included him in my story and you know and I and I, I, I walked away and didn't think I'd ever hear from about this kid again. You know, hey, hey, so you got a kid here, absolutely. Let me get his picture, let me you know, let me let, let me let me get him out there for you. Yeah. And that was uh, I think that was a Philip Lolly special. Or was it Actually, Kevin Steele?
1: That, Steel. that was a Greg Brown
2: special. Oh. Well, his only one, wasn't it?
1: Not well. No, Greg has. No, Greg some was good. good. Yeah, Greg. That's he, right. He had some good DB evaluations.
2: I always think of Philip Lally on any time I, I, I an unheard of cornerback in Alabama. I don't know. Uh, he, he was listen, good.
1: man. If Philip Lally could eye some talent, and if Gene Shizik could have listened to him <clears throat> in that 2010 class, we'd have had two other All Pros in that class too. But we're not. We'll save that story for another day.
2: Mm. <laughs> oh, I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Uh, so big weekend, a, a, another big weekend. Uh, what am I
0: forgetting? Uh, I'll I'll add this that about the Penn State game since we were talking about that. Eldrick Falk told me in the interview. Oh yes, he was telling me that you know he's not really paying attention to these business right now because, as far as he's concerned, you know the whole recruiting thing is not really a big deal to him right now. It's more for his brother. Yeah, comes out. 2025. JJ Falk, who is, me, yeah, he's gonna be special. Six four, two twenty, or whatever he is. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, Talked to him too. JJ said the one game I'd like to get back to is Auburn. So Keltrick said he's gonna go with him when he when he goes places, and the Penn State game is definitely a place they're gonna they're gonna consider going to. So make you know watch for him to maybe be there too. And when I say he's not really paying attention to recruiting, he's still hearing from Auburn and he's still hearing them out. He made that clear too. Just you know, I'm not into the. I've done the recruiting thing long enough here. I'm not gonna not gonna play around with it anymore. It's Auburn,
2: been. Auburn is. Uh, I think they talked to him Wednesday. So there's mm-hmm. a, still be, and listen. If I'm Keldrick, I'm telling anybody who asks me, I'm just going with my brother. Yeah. My brother wants to see Auburn. I'm gonna go with him. That's the only reason I'm going Florida State. So,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. uh, also, for, so for next weekend, I just pulled it up. Janoris yeah. Wilson, official visit. Uh Quavio is coming back for his official visit. Kai Preen is still scheduled to come in for an official visit. Not sure what to make of that. I'll be keeping an eye on that one. And mm-hmm. then uh, Wilkie Denod coming up for his official visit. Good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Wilkie. Oh, Wilkie Tyler Scott's coming next week in unofficial visit. Got a lot of – we'll start – we'll come out with a running list of visitors on Sunday or Monday and just update that throughout the week because this is going to be one of the bigger recruiting weekends. This is going to be big cat-like times ten. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I think this game, LSU, Arkansas, A&M this year, those are going to be your big games. But specifically Penn State, the slow build into the season, into this game, well, this is their first big game – for any Auburn fan to come to, it's a 2-30 game on CBS. If we win that game, Toomer's Corner is going to be insane. Mm. Um, the atmosphere in Auburn is going to be electric, and so you want as many kids there as you possibly can to be able to witness that.
0: Yep.
2: I did want to go – I know we talked about this on the call-in show, but for just for our recruiting show listeners, going back to last week at the Mercer game, the <clears throat> the, uh, the lightning delay, I thought was very beneficial for Auburn and gave them a big chance to get down there and talk to Quay Russo, to talk to James Smith. And Auburn certainly took advantage of it. Hell, Brian Harson comes out of the tunnel and goes down to the recruiting lounge and and, and spends 10, 15 minutes talking to Russo Smith and J- Jimmy Brumbaugh, Zach Etheridge, Rock Bellantoni, Brad Lerondo. They're all down there huddled around these two guys. I thought that was big getting them back for Penn State and then, I would I would expect one or two more games this fall.
1: Yep. <clears throat> Excuse
2: me. Uh, I th- so I thought it worked out really well for Auburn, the, the lightning delay. Because on an unofficial visit, especially um, uh, you, you don't get a lot of face time with the coaches because they're dealing with the game. The kids are there to watch the game, to see the atmosphere, and kind of maybe say in passing, how about you, coach? Uh,
1: yeah. But
2: that lightning delay really opened up an opportunity for Auburn, and they certainly took advantage of it. <clears throat> We, I think, I think, I think we all think it's still going to be an uphill battle for Auburn. An in-state five-star, the Alabama, Georgia is going to be tough, but <clears throat> Auburn's certainly in the mix for these guys. Auburn, ser-
1: yeah,
0: I agree.
2: Be back for Penn State. I would expect. I think they did already say they're coming back for Penn State.
1: I believe Go so. I, I believe that's the case.
2: Let's see what else we got, fellas. I think oh, two other guys to watch for next week, speaking of defensive backs, uh, Conrad Hussey.
1: Okay. Penn State oh, yeah. commitment.
2: And and, and um, Cedric Hawkins, an Ohio State commitment. Okay. This is just keep an eye on. I, I haven't confirmed that they're coming. Just They could possibly be there. The Penn State commitments. Penn State obviously recruits the South heavily. Yes. Um, Who is uh, your boy, T- Dakari Nelson, Cole?
1: Mm-hmm. At one point, they had, um, had the kid from Phoenix City committed, uh, Parker. TJ. Yep, yep. Uh, and, and multiple other prospects. I mean, they know. Look, you can get some good linemen, you know, offense and defense in that Pennsylvania Ohio area. But if you want speed, right? You know, what I mean, you know where you're coming to get it.
0: James Franklin is he can he can get a bond with anybody. It Doesn't matter where you're from. He's just got that personality. And, and he's gotten
1: kind of inroads from his time at Vanderbilt recruiting he does. the Southeast. Um, so these Penn
0: State commits, I've talked to a bunch of them now. They always mention him. And, and not to say recruits don't mention Brian Harson because they do. It's just they get a real personal relationship with Franklin, and that helps Penn State land these guys
2: 100%. Penn State has done well this in the South, Michigan State has done well. Curious to see if Clay Whedon's among those guys who shows up next weekend. The Michigan State of, offensive of lineman c- commitment and uh, Lyman who's attack. A oh, I tell you what. Another name uh, for defensive alignment was Elijah Craig. Is okay.
1: That his name? Yes. Or is, that
2: a, is that a bourbon?
1: On your hot board.
2: Yeah, It's Elijah Davis. Elijah, Elijah Craig, is Craig is a bourbon. A bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Davis. <laughs> Elijah Uh, Davis, he's who is a stud JUCO defensive lineman from
1: Mississippi.
2: Yeah, badass. Uh, I think Alabama and others are recruiting him. He's he's from SCUBA, right? He is from South Carolina, but yes, he is he's in SCUBA now. But South Carolina is another school. Watch out for him. He is originally from South Carolina, but Auburn has uh, slowly gotten into the mix with him. Or uh, trickled into the mix with him. Could get him on campus for a visit soon. Um, I was gonna. I should have pulled up that. uh, He. I think he was the only new name to the hot board uh, on yesterday on defense
1: that I'm aware of. Uh,
2: Me too. And and I don't know that there was any. Yeah, there was. Oh, oh yeah, your boy. Um. Uh. Ole Miss tight end commitment. Oh yeah.
0: That's right on the
1: offensive side.
0: Javante Connor. Javante Connor. Yeah, on on offense. Right. My bad. Man, that one's interesting. That one's interesting. I've been talking to him for a little while. He was at Opelika last year. No kidding. He was. He was. And he came to a ton of games last year. I met him on the sideline a couple times. Um, He said he got invited like every week, and he was like, yeah, I'll come over there. And he's more of a flex guy, sort of like uh, Jelani Thurman. He's more of your hybrid wide receiver tight end type guy. Pretty fast. I mean, he's an athletic guy. That's why Lane Kiffin wants him fits their offense, and um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to make of it because he said – he actually told me, yeah, it's a little complicated. Uh, it's something about where he lived at one time and something like that, but I, he said, I really do like Auburn, though. Don't get me wrong.
1: <laughs> hey, so,
2: going back to the linebackers real quick, Kevon on Keys, four-star yes. linebacker that's committed to North Carolina. Keep an eye on him for next weekend. I'm telling you, next weekend for the Penn State game, the linebackers – are going to – the linebacker list is going to be loaded. I'm expecting double-digit linebackers between 2023 and 2024 to be on campus for that um Penn State game. Obviously, Jaden Osbury will be one. KB Keys could be another. I would – maybe even an official visit. You know, he committed – he actually told me before he committed to North Carolina, hey, I'm going to commit to North Carolina – or I'm going to commit Monday. But that's just getting me a spot in this class. And he said uh, – um, I, I'm looking at an official visit to, Penn, uh, for, to Auburn for either the Penn State game or the LSU game, one of those two games. So he, he's certainly a guy to keep an eye on. I was going down the, uh, the hot board, making sure yep. we didn't leave anybody out, uh, but the KV on keys. But, yes, 10 to 11 mm-hmm. linebackers uh, out of those two classes will be at Auburn next weekend. And, uh,
1: and one of the updates to your hot board, I said this last week, and I am going to have to correct myself. Gabe Harris found a loophole and is transferred to IMG and is playing down there now. So he will get to play his senior season as opposed to having to oh. sit out like we had, like I had previously. Yeah. Up. So good for that kid.
2: Uh, to Corey Nelson. We talked about him, Cedric Hawkins, Conrad Hussey. And I wanted to pull up the offensive line board.
1: Oh, yes. Let's talk offensive line.
2: Offensive line, offensive tackles. We talked about Janoris Wilson, Elijah Felipe.
1: Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that
2: I would expect the Langston Hughes guys to be there next weekend as well. Bo Hughley. Um, can Auburn get Isaiah Jada, Jada on campus? Can Auburn get – who's the kid from uh, Sean Tompkins?
1: Yes. Yep. Big like target.
2: It. Sean Tompkins, who's committed to Baylor. Uh, we talked about Jafrard. Will McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Show up. Will Kelton Smith show up? Will Clay Whedon show up? DJ Chester? Connor Liu, maybe?
1: That yeah. would be big. That would be big. No.
0: No. Jatavius Shivers. Oh, yeah. Forgot about him for
2: a minute. Yeah. is Georgia, from uh, committed to South Carolina. But, shit, man, he was high on Auburn. I don't know how big Auburn was pushing for him. But certainly a guy to keep an eye on.
1: Had just offered.
2: I just offered, sure did.
0: Yeah, the day before at Big Cat Weekend. <laughs>
1: that was,
0: that was crazy. He committed to South Carolina the next day.
1: Well, and, and, and look, recruiting's fluid. We all know this. And South Carolina probably hit the gas and said, look, you want in, you better get in now. Otherwise, yep. I'm not waiting.
0: Yep.
2: South Carolina does. I, I, I still look at that wide receiver board and it's just, it's really impressive for a guy who, Who's just coming in and learning how to recruit,
1: right?
0: And
2: know kill your – We talked about it
0: earlier too, man. That's just
2: that's well, impressive.
0: Just and his approach is a little bit different. I think Keith mentioned that he wasn't on the field like some coaches do. He was on the side on the fence, kind of writing down notes and scouting, and and he brings sort of a different flavor to the recruiting world. Uh, but that's not always. That doesn't mean it's going to be ineffective. I mean, he knows what he's looking at, and when he expresses that to these players, they go. I believe you.
2: <laughs> he does. He's he's more NFL like.
0: Yeah, it is
2: more NFL like. All right, folks, let's cut it off there so Cole can get on the road. Yep. I'm, I'm going to uh, get this high war room up.
1: One and quick plug for On to Victory. Oh yeah, my bad, dude. No, you're good. I just wanted to read yes. what uh, our uh, Justin Hokinson put up on the board earlier for those that didn't see it. On to Victory has made a sizable movement in the NIO world in their their 3 to 30 campaign, raising $10 million in the first month of On to Victory. Now, look, that's probably not sustainable, and that's not even the goal. The goal is to raise $30 million over three years. You're a third of the way there in your first month, and you haven't even put into place, and we all know that it's coming. That's something that Brett Whiteside, the new director of On to Victory, is working on is the lower tiered threshold for micro-purchase transactions of a rollover so that people can get in at a lower bracket of $35 a month, $40 a month, and be able to contribute on a monthly basis to Auburn NIL. So great things working there for a program that, you know, Auburn NIL kind of got the ball moving and and they got the framework in place, but they never could just get the buy-in that they needed. On to Victory has captured that buy-in from several influential donors, you're seeing that with that ten million dollars raise, so it's proof of concept. Really excited to see what Brett and you know Dr. Spreel, uh Walt, uh, Waltz uh, can continue to do as, as as board members there, raising awareness and the importance of Auburn and excuse me of on to victory and in the NIL world for our major revenue sports because they mm-hmm. are operating on football, basketball, and baseball. They're not negating the other sports, but that's where the concentration is for this for this collective. So for those that are interested in that piece, they're really making a movement, continue watch for some other breaking news with being able to, to, you know, if you're not a million dollar, have a million dollar bankroll. If you're more like myself, you know what I mean? And $40 a month is much more attainable. Look for that to come out here relatively soon so that you can start to contribute to, uh, to own to victory yourself.
2: Big. How about you to uh, Brett Whiteside, Beth Perkett, Yes. Uh, the, 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 those guys are doing a fantastic job. From all indications, and, and, and the proof is in the pudding, man. You, you get ten of your thirty goal, and th- I mean, their goal was thirty in three years, and like you said, Jay, had ten in one month. Ten in uh, one month. Big, and and, and that uh, for guys who cover recruiting, we know how big nil, uh, NIL will be, and uh, so that's that's huge. Big, shit. big, how about you to, uh, to all the guys contributing, all the guys and gals contributing.
1: Yes. It is specifically, those that are on the corner message board. If you're contributing to On to Victory, you're doing what you need to do to help Auburn be successful in the future. So, how about a big how about you to you? Speaking of how about yous, man, do y'all have any this week?
0: Yeah, I have one. Okay. Lord George. LG. Big fan of him lately, man. He's He's been great. He's a great. Uh, poster, he's a great caller, yeah. Five star uh poster man,
2: and just remember LG, everything's fluid.
1: <laughs>
2: keep pushing, baby. One and oh,
1: <laughs> J Head. Well, we're gonna go, How About You? Squared because LG was the one that I had, all right. <laughs> man. Have really enjoyed you know his presence on the call in show here recently. So, LG, keep calling in, keep following along. And then let's also give a big how about you. The stats don't matter. Oh, yeah. You know, anybody that's balancing three kids and watching a call-in show all at the same time, yeah. look, that that's devotion, brother. So appreciate everything that you contribute to the site and uh, and following along with the show.
2: I will start off with – I have both of those guys on my list. So <laughs> Lord George, cubed. How about you, cubed? Stats. There you go. Stats matter. How about you, cubed? However, continue listing stats. Stats don't matter. There you go. My I, I, I I'm going to start off with a big how about you to J.J. Evans. Okay. Good for that kid. Former four-star wide receiver signee at Auburn, wide receiver Auburn, entered the transfer portal on Wednesday, I believe, and did so in the classiest way I've ever seen.
1: Yes. Thanks,
2: Auburn. thanked his teammates. thanked both staffs. Had nothing bad to say about anybody. Only positive words from J.J. Evans. Uh, so, big how about you to J.J. Evans. Hope nothing but the best for a guy like that. I certainly wish him good luck wherever he uh, ends up. So big how about you to J.J. Evans and the class act that he portrayed on Twitter Wednesday. Uh, How about you to Gump Tiger? Gump Tiger. How about you to C.O. War Eagle for his Barbara Streisand picture? (laughs) Y'all remember Barbara Streisand? She used to date Pete Sanchez.
1: (laughs) Only Keith would know that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. That is such a... Keith yeah. that I was the I'm the youngest guy of the modcast mod group and I'm the one that caught you on Sampras. So <laughs> I just that out.
1: Hey, dude, oh, so, so I got
2: a big habit to Keith for his picture. I, you know, he he, he is a uh, an amateur po- Photoshop guy. He took a pic- picture of Pete Sanchez or uh
1: Pete Sampras <laughs> and put and put a big mustache on. <laughs> that was a lit it was hilarious. Vein, I got to shout out Jose Tate. Okay. Because that yeah. picture kills me every time.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah, that was pretty good. Awesome. Uh, how about
2: you, the music man? I met music man last week at the game. He was there with his daughter's first game. He was wow. there with her. It was fantastic, man. I enjoyed meeting music man. Awesome dude. Glad to see him there with his daughter And uh, her getting to have that memory with with her dad at her first Auburn game. Uh, How about you to eight five zero Tiger? How about you to Goose Pearl? Okay. Goose Pearl is Bruce's brother. There you go. Uh, We got stats don't matter. How about you to uh, Auburn Hooper? How about you to Rock Daddy? How about you to L.A. Whip? How about you to at Sid? And finally, how about you to at Scuff, new subscriber? Jumping in there on Thursday. Appreciate you, at scuff. Now, dingleberries of the week. Mm. I told you to keep an eye on stats don't matter.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he gets a he uh, uh, partial dingleberry of the week, uh, along with J-Sing twenty 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 two nineteen. J-Sing 2020, shit. J-Sing 2219, at, uh, and, and at Jeffrey Lee, for not being able to read, at Thingsayer and at stats don't matter because all of them fell for the uh Josh Booty enters the transfer portal for Brett McMurphy. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: I I did too, but I just didn't boast about it. Um, <laughs> and i uh, I gotta give Greg McElroy a, a big hey. dingle. But he he is the absolute dingleberry of the week in my opinion. We talked about it on the call show Tuesday. He was all yes. about you know, LSU letting Florida State score inside the ten yard line there with two and a half minutes to go. What a Dingleberry, Greg! Is is it is it McElroy or McElroy?
1: McElroy, either which is way. it? McElroy? Yeah, oh, it's,
2: it's McElroy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think it's Ask McElroy. A, yeah, he
2: first cousins to McElderick.
1: Mm. <laughs> yes.
2: Uh, well, there you go, Dingleberry of the week, Greg McElroy with uh, runner-ups to 22 twenty-two nineteen. Things say and stats don't matter. Be better. No, I'm just kidding. Y'all are awesome, man. But uh, you did have a little slip there. Thought it'd be a good time to get you a D.O.W. Hey, one more time for Jessica Andrus, EXP Realty. If you're looking for a home in Auburn, Opelika area, Lee County, give her a call, man. She can do it all. Residential Investment Property, Jessica Andrus, realtor. She is with EXP Realty. Give her a call. Tell her we sent you. 334-704-4442. Give her a call. Tell her we sent you. Do it. Hey, great show, fellas. Cole, have a safe trip today, man. Have a safe trip back. Maybe see you tomorrow, Jay head We will all three be back Tuesday night for the call-in show. You guys look for that. Keith and I will be uh, Inside the 20 on Mondays and Wednesday next week. We've got the Modcast on Thursday. We've got the recruiting show on Friday. We've got videos on free on our YouTube page. Go to Auburn Live YouTube page. Get uh, subscribed. Like it. Whatever you're supposed to do. And get those notifications turned on, man. Get those – subscribe. Get those notifications turned on so you don't miss anything. We've got daily content coming on our our YouTube page. It helps us out somehow, and we appreciate it. We appreciate it. I'm not the YouTuber yet. I'm I'm an aspiring YouTuber, but I I know it helps us somehow. So, like, subscribe notifications turned on, you won't miss anything, man. We, we appreciate everybody listening. Y'all look forward to a big weekend this weekend. Keep your uh, eyes on the corner. Auburn Live on 3. If you're not a member, get signed up. It's free for a week. You will not be disappointed. Plus, this is the time you want to do it. Penn State's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. So, get, 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 get signed up. Auburn Live on 3. Plus, our YouTube page. Hey, everybody. Thank you again. We appreciate everybody. For Jay here, for Cole, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Stay out of the left lane. See you.